Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Big Red Banter. Um, I'm Skylar Holzman. This is the second time I'm doing this intro because I hated the first one that I did, so I had to stop recording. <laughs> um, that piece of audio is going to be buried forever. Um, I'm WBR Sports Director, here with the guys as usual, Jake and Mike. What is good, guys? How's it going? Oh man, happy to be doing some banter today. Always here to talk some sports with the fellas. And as I always like to say, I always say I'm very excited, but Mike, take it away. Same here. I'm very excited, man. But there's been some impending news uh, that has not been so, so nice. So we'll see if we can dissect it a little bit more today. That's a good message to start with, everyone. Get excited for bad news. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll start with MLB. Um, just run through that real quick. So uh, playoff look um, is interesting. It's interesting to say the least. We've had some teams. We've had some teams clinch some playoff spots. I know not a lot of people are a fan of the word "clinch," but that's the word I'm using. Uh, that's the like white... the, is it like the moist of sports? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in the American League, believe it or not, I don't think anybody predicted this at the beginning of the season, but the White Sox are currently the best team in the American League, and they have clinched a playoff spot. The Tampa Bay Rays—they're the best in the AL East. They have clinched. The Oakland Athletics in the West have clinched, and the LA Dodgers have clinched. So and three the American Minnesota League teams. Twins. Oh yeah, and twins the Twins have also clinched. They've also that's clinched. right. They've that's also right. Clinched. They have yeah. a little asterisk. Yep. So so we have four American League teams and one National League team that has clinched. Goes to show how each com- each, each uh, league is competitive in comparison. Nice. Um, <laughs> that's all <almost> not... English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. So right now, it's a pretty interesting playoff look. As we've discussed earlier, the two teams, top two teams from each division make it. So Yankees are going to be fine. We're ranked second in the American League East. And then the next two best teams make the wild card team in, or make the wild card, you know, entrance into the playoffs, uh, which I think is actually kind of funny because right now in the National League, the last wild card spot is the Cincinnati Reds, who are currently below 500. Um, but we're recording this on Sunday, the 20th. So as of right now, the Cincinnati Reds, uh, although they're playing right now, I believe, um, right. are one game under 500. And if the season were to end right now, it ends in nine days. They would have, they would make a playoffs. They would make the playoffs with an under 500 record. And that's, that's just baseball in 2024. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I just find that the weirdest thing ever. Imagine it's being so like, yeah, we're literally below average, but we made the playoffs. That's dumb. That's dumb. But welcome to 2020. I'm not shocked by anything. Yeah, it is what it <laughs> this is. Feels, this is fine. Yeah, I'm only okay with stupid stuff like this for this year because it's a weird <laughs> right. year. Yeah. Right. And um, well, you're returning. Yeah, <laughs> Yankees. Oh no, yeah. I was well, gonna say, you were saying. Well, the Yankees are on a 10 game win streak, which I believe we just lost uh, playing the Red Sox. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah. 10 games is pretty nice. We woke out of our slump for sure. But one thing that really made me laugh. Look, going back to a conversation we had about the Nationals. Uh, so the Nationals, as of yesterday, were 19-31, and 31, one of the worst teams in baseball. You're returning World Series champions. Uh, and I'm happy we talked that. about this last episode, or in previous episodes, how they like to flaunt how in May of last year, in the beginning of the season last year, they were at one point 19-31. and 31. So, yeah, they're really committed to this bit of 
sucking <laughs> in the first couple of se- in the first couple of weeks of the season. But uh, it's it's not cute anymore if you're a Nationals fan because the season's pretty short. So jokes on you, Nats fans. <laughs> yeah, just suck it, I guess. Have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god! But we got. Um, I do want to have. Sorry, go ahead, Skylar. I was just gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna say the Yankees are just like crushing it. Um, the Nationals need what the Yankees have, um, right? With the ten game winning streak. Um, yeah, we had the ten game winning streak, and we hit right nineteen. 19. 19 home runs right in a three game series against mostly by Luke Voigt or, or mostly who leads major league baseball in home runs right now with I believe he just hit one today so that's 21 21 21 well, I yeah think. 21 home which runs. was going to be the benchmark for like what hitting like 50 60 in a season right like a yeah short season that's, that's pretty insane. nuts that's, that's insane. nuts which I do believe to transition absolutely perfectly into what we want to talk about next. I believe that gets him a little bit of a uh, little bit of a little bit of representation in the MVP conversation, along with Jose Abreu, who who's really been up there in the American League. Mike Trout, of course, is always in that conversation. Uh, the American League MVP is going to be a pretty tight race. Even Shane Bieber, a pitcher, it would be awesome to see a pitcher who he will definitely take the Cy Young for the American League, but he's even in some MVP conversations. So, I mean, Skylar, talk to me. Who are your picks for Cy Young and MVP in the AL? And then we'll transition quickly into the NL. Man, I think AL, I mean, I think just Bieber's just been that good. Um, is Dar- Darvish is Rangers, correct? Darvish um, is on the Cubs now, so he's in the, the Cubs. Right, 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 right. Yeah. He transitioned. Um, he was having a great season. He is, um, yeah. And I, I, I like Bieber just because he was like a, at a historic pace um, mm-hmm. for Cy Young. Um, and they, they do like in Cy Young. They, they do like giving it to like new, new, really good players. Like they, they do like that, or just mm-hmm. players who have been established for multiple years, like Degrom. Um, who I would say for the NL when we get there. Um, in terms of in terms of a uh, uh, AL MVP, I just I don't think Trout's gonna win it this year, despite the fact that he probably deserves it. Maybe, um, yeah. I his he uh, he got off to a little bit of a slow start. Right. Um, and then so he had that, his kid, and he started. Then he had his kid so. and had dad power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, yeah, exactly. I, I I would like for him to win it. Um, just because I, I like I don't love the American League, so I like to see the pissed off that he just wins it every year. <laughs> um, but I think realistically, I think it's gonna be Jose Abreu. I mean, not just really? to echo okay. everything you said, but I am literally echoing what you said because I believe that it's gonna be Jose Abreu. No, I, I can understand that. I think that Abreu is definitely raking really, really well on that White Sox team. Uh, I think I, I think that Luke Voigt is definitely like a dark horse pick a little bit at this point, just because. Uh, it does factor in that the Yankees are a good team that was doing very, very poorly. And while they were doing very, very poorly, their offense was solely generated by Luke Voigt, almost solely generated by Luke Voigt. So that's definitely like a narrative perspective. He definitely, despite everyone around him, really just not looking like pro ball players at the time, he stood, he stepped up and got them the few wins that they did get. So that's definitely part of the conversation and definitely in the national league, if we're going to transition, uh, I want to talk MVP before we talk Cy Young because I think you and I are actually on the same page for Cy Young. Uh, based on your little your little it's sound be, bite it from earlier, be it should be Degrom. No I hope it is. It could be it could be Bauer. Um, but I want to talk about the MVP first because it's it's kind of it's really between Freddie Freeman of the Braves, who you are not necessarily a huge fan of, nope. uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., who's cooled off a little bit but is still 
absolutely crazy. We've talked about Mr. Tatis Jr. Maybe right. even a little bit of Manny Machado in there. Maybe a little bit of Manny. I don't know. Who do you? Am I missing some names here? Who do you? Who do you I think, think we're missing? Bet. Um, like Mookie Betts. Betts. Yeah, Mookie Betts. Betts. Oh my God. Yeah, Bellinger. I don't know how good he's been. Bellinger's um, been not great. <laughs> Conforto, dark horse Conforto. He's hitting okay. like three fifty or something. Like he's he's having an insane year. Like okay. I, I, you have to give him some credit. Like, okay, I, he's not gonna win it because they're the Mets. But um, <laughs> like it's <laughs> dude Conforto. You just look at the stats. Like I I I encourage everyone to look at the stats. So um, yeah, that's yeah. Michael Conforto's having a great year. I I, yeah. I think he will definitely get some votes. I think a win is a stretch, but hence the dark horse what we talked about. So yeah, exactly. definitely Mookie Betts is having a great year. He's definitely a five tool player, great defensive outfielder, rakes at the plate, uh, knows how to run the bases better than pretty much anybody. So go Mookie Betts. That's that's a good point that I totally forgot to bring up. But in the Cy Young, it's pretty much between Degrom, Darvish, and Bauer. And Bauer's having some really hot starts, but. Despite Degrom's injury scare, I, I do think Degrom should take this. Uh, a three P in the Cy Young would just cement that he's one of the greatest of all time, and I, I think, think he yeah. deserves that. If he wins, if he wins a third, despite the fact that it's a shortened season, I think that's like Hall of Fame status, pretty much. Oh, you just got to be the best for like some stretch of time, and I think he's been the best for like the last four or five years. So exactly, that that is that is tough. Remember, um, remember when uh, Garrett Cole signed with New York. And here's a Yankees fan I do remember that. having this conversation. Everybody's like, who's going to be the better pitcher in New York? And I was like, if it's you not don't. Close. It's, it's not close. At it's, all. It was close last year. It's what, not for this the, year. For what, like one game? A couple. No. It was one game. It was one game, <laughs> uh, for being honest. Um, <laughs> but I like DeGrom. I like they were on the same page about that. I don't think, uh, however, that the Mets will make the playoffs. Um, and so, I want to be optimistic about my team, but that's honestly, yeah. if you're a Mets fan, that's just how you have to approach it. You have to approach it that they will suck until they don't. Um, well, hey. I don't think they can make it. Even if – so, as of yesterday, I think you guys were a game and a half back, but I'm pretty sure you're either losing by a lot or have already lost as of right now to the Braves. Just lost. Yep. Just lost? Yep, there you go. Sorry, yep. buddy. But, hey, one it's piece fine. of news that even if you don't make the playoffs this year, there's always something to look forward to with next year even more so than normal because you guys have officially sold your team. The Wilpons oh are out. Steve Cohen is in. I, I like, I'm, I'm still on a high from it. Like I was wondering <laughs> why it was a good week. Cause like I had work to do. I was like, this is normally just like not fun. Um, but it was because of this. Um, this is insane. I mean, like the, the Wilpons, like they need to get as they need to move out of the country. Okay, like they need to, they need to, we need to just put them on like an island somewhere, somewhere, and just like leave them there, and like just don't ask about how they're doing at all. Like we just need to put them as far away. Maybe Pitcairn Islands. It's like something I found on Google Earth one time. Just put them as far away as possible. Um, uh, Google Flight Simulator. That's what I was using. Doesn't matter. Wow. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I uh, it was the most expensive, uh, I think, transaction in terms of like buying a team i think it was like what valued at like 2.4 billion yeah it was almost two and a half billion bucks that's nuts yeah. uh like steve cohen like look he's, he's got deep pockets i don't i i don't care if he's corrupt i really don't care um <laughs> i i literally like dude like if you do some illegal stuff like if you're if you own the mets and you do illegal stuff and it's making us money and we're gonna spend money like smart people I don't care. Do all the illegal oh, stuff. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. Do the illegal stock trading. Do the illegal like business insider stuff. I don't know anything about it. Don't ask. Don't tell. I don't care. Spend money for our team. It's fine. It's really fine. 
Um, All right. And that's, hot that's, take. That's my... Desperate, desperate Mets fan over here giving you a hot take. <laughs> yep. So uh, I'm, I'm thrilled about that. Um, and we got some deep pockets right now. So um, Steve, keep doing you, man. I love you. Um, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan right now. So, so that's a, uh, that's my spiel. I think that's all we want to talk about in Major League Baseball. Should we move into yeah. the NFL? Yeah, this is where uh, this is where we get some of the bad news. Um, we'll start. We'll start with some good news, which is that a couple teams have had fans, and I think they've been able to do it pretty well. Um, you can actually hear the the noise of real fans, which is just it's weird to hear at this point. Um, but uh, it's nice. I think it was the, the Broncos had fans for the game, the Browns had fans for the game, and the Chiefs had fans uh, yeah. for their game. So. Um, and there was a question of whether or not the Jaguars were having fans, but I'm not sure if they're going to, or if they did. Um, but, uh, today, I mean, last week, obviously the season started, um, Brady looked terrible in the first game. Um, I mean, look, it's the first, it's the first game, but it's also Tom Brady. So, I mean, he looked bad. I was happy about it. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um, what do you think? He's on my fantasy team, so uh, I was hoping <laughs> that he would do a little bit better, uh, Brady. He had a good week one. Even though I didn't think he played very well, but in fantasy terms, he had a good week. And just looking at, you know, his production this week, it wasn't bad. Uh, no, he, he was better this down. week. He was better this week because yeah, the game just ended, like, a little while ago. Um, he was fine. They won. Bucks won. Um, but he was not the focal point. He basically just threw the ball to Mike Evans the entire game, um, from what I could see. So – you know, I mean, lean on him. He's going to get hurt like everyone else um, is getting hurt today. Um, I don't know if you – so you guys have seen a few of the injuries. Um, Saquon Barkley might have a torn ACL. Um, Nick Bosa got carted off for the 49ers. Uh, Michael Thomas is obviously injured uh, with his ankle last week. Um, a lot of just, like, big names are just getting destroyed. Yeah, well, with Saquon gone, the Giants season is pretty much – over before it even really started, so that kind of sucks. The season was over. It was going to start. It was yeah. over before week one. <laughs> I think we can all say that. Oh my god, Saquon's okay. Here's how pathetic they were today. Um, first of all, they lost to the Bears. So example one, um, and example two is the fact that despite Saquon getting injured, uh, he still led the team in rushing today um, with 28 yards. So oh no. Um, Pretty, pretty pathetic. No sympathy. Uh, sympathy for Saquon, but not towards the Giants as an organization because they were just trash. I, I think, listen, we all know Saquon's a beast. I think he'll come back just fine, kind of like Adrian Peterson recovery I could I could foresee in the future. Uh, but for now, listen, the Giants were going to be good to begin with, so we, we send our best wishes to him, I would say, the Giants fan. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, just a bunch of injuries today. Like all the players, like Michael Thomas, I think Odell. Like they're all just like everyone needs to just like stop. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Yeah, Garoppolo. Yeah. Oh my god! But it doesn't matter because it was against the Jets, so it's, it was like it was fine. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it matters when he's going to come back. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Although they they did lose Week One, which was interesting. Um, they got upset. Uh, I forget by who, um, but they did get upset Week One. I should look this up. Um, 49ers week. It was the uh, – It was the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, 24-20. There you go. Um, so so that's been the news of today. Um, I think we're definitely the first um, – we're definitely the first podcast to report on this. So very cool. Um, and uh, I don't know. Jer- uh, Joe Burrow for the, for the Bengals has looked great the first couple of games. Um, 
like just a lot of poise. Uh, obviously, they're zero and two because it's the Bengals. Um, so I mean, they deserve the, the week one win, and then you had that kick, and even now in this last drive, I mean, uh, in the end of, of this past game, I mean, really, I think he served the win also. So it's really unfortunate to see this guy busting his hump to to just get them the W and it's not coming coming through because I mean. Uh, as, as one of my good friends said, like quarterbacks are like 10% of, of the offense. I mean, the, the O-line, the receivers, the, the backs, they all play such a major role. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's going to be a stud. He's going to be an absolute stud. Um, and he was, he was like, he looked good last game. So uh, I'm excited to see what, how that pans out for him. Um, in terms of just like, I mean, I, I was just looking at some, some real quick stats today before, uh, before we move on. Um, I think the funniest stat was uh, Kirk Cousins, um, for the Vikings, um, where they lost uh, twenty-eight eleven, and Kirk Cousins was um, let's see, he was eleven of twenty-six for one hundred and thirteen yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, a quarterback rating of fifteen point nine, and the emoji that Bleacher Report shows for that quarterback rating is the poop emoji. Um, so uh, that's how his day went, and they got crushed, and they deserved it. Excuse me, bad. that's the chocolate frozen yogurt emoji. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know the classic, the classic adaptation of chocolate frozen yogurt with eyes. Very common. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> and then just one other stat, Aaron Jones um, for, for the Packers, 18 attempts, 168 yards, rushing for two touchdowns and uh, four receptions for 68 yards and one touchdown um, as a receiver uh, for 42 fantasy points. Um, if you had him on your team, congratulations. Uh, you. Just, I don't know, you get my kudos. I don't know. Congratulations well, you, on drafting. If congratulations, you definitely won this week. And if you didn't, then you need to be trading. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, um, guys, so so <laughs> this just came in because this game just ended. Um, apparently, the Falcons just blew a 20 nothing lead against the Cowboys and lost 40-39. to Oh, um, my God. the fact that Dallas was down 39-30 with two minutes left. So... I think – I'm pretty sure they recovered an onside kick. Oh, my God, it was a game-winning field goal. So, oh, my God. So, the Cowboys scored with a minute 49 left – or a minute 52 left uh, with a touchdown for Dak Prescott. And uh, then I guess they recovered the onside kick, went down, and uh, kicked a game-winning field goal. Um, that's insane. Wow. that that uh, That's going to be a real quiet Falcons locker room. <laughs> yup. Yup. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, guys, any other, any other football news you can think of? I think you covered the more shocking stuff. That's for sure. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, it's going to be really quiet also in the, the Kirk Cousins household, um, later today <laughs> as well. So, um, with that, we're going to take a quick ad break and we will be right back. No matter where I go, I insist on looking stylish and being comfortable. So I rely on the eye-catching menswear at Tropical Bros. They have everything I need. Happening Hawaiian shirts, snappy polos, and sharp swimsuits. So, whether I'm swinging on the links, sunning by the pool, or sipping at the bar, I always look and feel my best. Stylish. Gentlemen, find your style at tropicalbros.com. That's tropicalbros.com. First-time customers will receive 30% off with the code TROPICAL. Enjoy life in style. Tropical style. So that was a cool little word from our sponsor, Tropical Bros. Uh, I mean... Although summer might be ending pretty soon and fall is definitely on the rise here, 
It's never too late to pick up some cool tropical apparel here. Use code tropical banter to get 20% off all your summer apparel. Yeah. And uh, expand seasons guys. Oh yeah. Literally so apparently they seasons. got, a, yeah, apparently they got a couple hoodies in there too. So it's never tees, hoodies, exactly. Yeah. Whatever you need for the chilly weather this fall, they're going to, they're going to gear you up. So even if uh, it's not wine shirt season anymore, go get yourself a hoodie for really nice quality really nice price, a really nice style. I mean, you're living the tropical lifestyle when you're putting this, this gear on. So go Ooh, check it baby. out. Guys, look like summer and winter. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. Tropical like bros, multiple seasons. Use code <laughs> tropical banter. Use code tropical banter for 20% off. On your first purchase. All right. Um, we'll move on. We got um, a lot of news out of the NBA because their season is coming to a close. Uh, most recently, Giannis Attentacumpo. I think I said that correctly. Giannis. Giannis I think so. Yeah, yeah. Close enough. I nailed his last name for sure. Um, <laughs> he uh, he was just given uh, MVP, league MVP. Um, Two years in a row now, right? Yes, I believe so. Um, and uh, people, some people were not thrilled with that. Namely, the person who came in second for MVP, <laughs> which was <laughs> LeBron James. Drawing a lot of LeBron comparison, Giannis is now. I don't know how you all feel, but I don't think he is anywhere near that level right now, especially yeah. after what happened in this playoffs. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, they got crushed. And Giannis got, you know, Giannis got hurt, but, like, dude, he's not he, – he hasn't made it out of the second round. He's not anywhere near LeBron um, at all. He's too young. Well, I think – so LeBron had something to say about this, which – I respect LeBron's take on this, but I also think that the reason Giannis won over LeBron is because of the, you know, pre-bubble stats and pre-bubble picture. That was definitely in Giannis's favor, and that's probably why he took the MVP. But uh, LeBron was pretty upset, not that he necessarily took second place, but that he only got 16 first place votes out of 101. Uh, I would be upset about that too. I feel like LeBron definitely earned more than little over like you know 15 percent of first place votes uh and he was pretty vocal about that uh i can understand why he would be upset about that i think he it probably should have been more of a closer race at to say the very least so yo yeah no fully agreed i, I think i think lebron got a little stiff but i do think Giannis was better during the regular season anyway so i mean i guess it makes sense it makes sense but you know, I mean, you look at where LeBron is uh, right now against uh, against the Nuggets, and that is a perfect segue into talking about the Nuggets, but I think LeBron's kind of killing it right now. In terms of the Nuggets, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> sorry, let me – okay, in terms of the Clippers, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the other side of L.A. Oh, no. <laughs> this a lot – who, who's, do you guys know who they're, uh, they're like, they get, one of their biggest fans are, is uh, on the Clippers, their, their fan base? Stephen A, name. right? I, I don't know about Stephen A, but uh, someone not in the sports world I'm trying to, trying, trying to hint at. Oh, oh, Chris. Billy, no, Billy Crystal. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> although, although, although Chris Morales is, is pretty funny, he's not at the level of the comedian Billy Crystal, the yeah. actor, who's great. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was going to say, this Clippers – Playoff run, if you'll call it, or performance, I should say, was without a doubt a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Billy Crystal had some some hands in, in, in this poor performance, but it was like a flop. It was like 
it was like watching a sad comedy. It was just, <laughs> it was like you you saw Paul George hit the side of the backboard. Yeah, the I thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so funny. Oh my god, it, that was that was absolutely pathetic. Like as you know, in the words of Stephen A, one of the biggest choke jobs of all time. Uh, I saw um, that whole like two minute rant he put on Twitter. Same. I was like, wow. And we I know a lot out, of what, people. Kellerman, he called out Max Kellerman, right? Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like, a yeah, lot he, of people, yeah. a lot of people wanted to see LA versus LA in the West, and I get that. Uh, and this is. You know, that would have been a cool thing to see for all of basketball, not just for Clippers and Lakers fans. Right. Um, but th- this is not the way that anybody wanted to see the Clippers go down at all. <laughs> nope. I think just people – I think, honestly, in general, most people just wanted to see the Clippers go down, period, just because, like, as soon as they lost, it, like, every corner of the sports world um, – because the sports world has four corners, apparently <laughs> – um, literally just came raining hell down upon the Clippers. And it was so fun to watch. It was so fun to watch. Oh yeah. Twitter lost its mind. I'm not really even involved in NBA Twitter much at all, but Twitter lost its mind. (laughs) It was amazing. It was amazing. And they, they choked so hard. It was not even close. Um, And that is, I mean, you know, they choked, but also the nuggets like were. Well, the nuggets showed up. Yeah. The nuggets showed up. They showed what it's like to be a legitimate postseason team. <laughs> yeah, this team like deserves it. This team genuinely deserves it. Like they, they deserve everything they work they work for. Straight up. I mean, like what back to back down three one series and uh, they came back. Yeah, you got to respect it. I, I like look. I don't think they're gonna be the Lakers, um, but like they're they're like a prime team in the league right now. Like they're not to be underestimated. And who's I think it's Celtics and Miami that are left in the East, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Miami's up two one right now, which no one is is no one expected Miami to get this far. I think. Um, and I okay. think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna take the series. I think I would love to see Lakers Heat just because LeBron like facing yeah. the team would be sick. I, I would also so like cool. to see that. I think it would be a really good series. I think Jimmy Butler, Jake Crowder, uh, Iguodala. Tyler Hero, Hero, he is a hero either way. So, um, you know, Bam at a Bam at a bio, man. I've seen him play live. He is so underrated. I think if he's in the finals, man, he'll, he'll surprise some people. He could even be an MVP, uh, Finals MVP candidate if somehow the Heat were to, by you know, some means beat the the Lakers if that happened. Um, but right. I do think I do think the Nuggets actually have a shot of beating the Lakers. Uh, I think it's just dependent on Murray if he can stay hot because he's been a, a machine. So Jokic will do his part. AD is a tough matchup though for anybody. But if Murray can go off, then I'd say they, they could they could beat him in seven. Yeah. Oh and yeah, I think I think it would take seven. They would definitely take it to seven. But I think yeah, Murray Murray's like he's been mostly really great. He's had a couple he's got a couple like not great games, but I think when he needs to turn it on, he'll turn it on. So um yeah, I think uh, I'm interested to see what will happen there. Um, moving on to um, the NHL. Um, Jake, you got this. So, so speaking of uh, 3-1, um, being down three games to one. So the Islanders face Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference final. Uh yeah, Mike says rip. <laughs> um, yeah, this this was rough. So Tampa Bay was up 3-1 on the Islanders. The Islanders then took game 
game five into overtime and won. Went and you know gave everybody hope because like oh we they've come back from three one before and it was amazing to watch. Uh, and then they went into game six, went into overtime, and unfortunately Tampa Bay buried them. So it was a great run by the Islanders. Nobody expected them to go as far as they did at the beginning of the season or the beginning of this whole bubble situation. So uh, it's currently Dallas versus Tampa Bay, two southern teams in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird. two two southern so hockey weird. teams in the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, Dallas playing, won. <laughs> playing in Canada, no less. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, Edmonton, yeah. This is right. something that if you're looking at hockey from the outside, looks completely strange. Um, <laughs> but Dallas took game one of the Stanley Cup last night. Uh, they really beat up on Tampa Bay, uh, four to one. Uh, so that's hopefully that's not uh, telling of the entire series. I would like to see this this series be pretty a little bit more competitive than that. But yeah. to be fair, once the Islanders kind of you know, as Mike said, rip. You know, once the Islanders fell out, this became a little less interesting for me because hockey is one of those things where. I follow my New York teams and stuff, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Sabres. So, but, I mean, hey, competitive hockey is always something I want to watch. Uh, that's why I watch it at Cornell games because let's go Big Red. Right. But, and, yeah. yo, I mean, we've got, we've, got the, we've got the draft coming up. Like, we've got the draft, you know. Like, yeah. uh, the, you know, finals will end. Draft will come around. Rangers got the first pick. Like, they'll probably get Lafreniere. Yeah, by like, some miracle. We talked about that earlier, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely rigged, but it doesn't matter. Um, it's cool with me. Um, like the Steve Cohen of – um of hockey (laughs) yeah definitely a little dirty money happening around there would not be (laughs) surprised but that's pretty much it we have for the nhl um uh, moving into soccer yeah uh premier league started back up so mike talk to me about what you've been seeing in the prem well the gunners have been balling out man coming off a a big signage they re-signed pierre emmerich Aubameyang, and he's coming back a striker from from where is he? He's Guyanese, I think, right? Ghana, or, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, or something. Not, not Ghana, but I don't even know where he, or Guam or, or something. Hold I don't on, even know where keep talking. Obama I'm Googling is. it. He's like, like, uh, like French, but uh, Gabon, Gabon, Gabonese, Gabonese, not Guyanese. So he's from Gabon. Uh, wonderful yep, striker, right, yep. world class. I mean, he played uh, for Borussia Dortmund, notably before Arsenal. So they're off to a good start in the Prem. But otherwise, uh, we have some other clubs moving up, Jake, and at least leading the pack right now. It's still early, obviously. Only yeah, so it's been two weeks. So there's been – most teams have played two games. And so we currently have a five-way tie for first. With And these all these teams have two wins. We got Leicester City, Everton, Arsenal, Liverpool, and Crystal Palace. And I made a joke where this is probably the only time you'll ever see Crystal Palace in the same conversation as Liverpool. <laughs> Or even Everton, for that matter. I mean, Crystal Palace and Everton are two teams just looking at these top five that the fact that they're in the same conversation as those other teams is pretty shocking. But, I mean, hey, it's the beginning of the season. Uh, Tottenham is uh, in six, but that's only because they've only played one game so far. So Tottenham might sneak into that, you know, tied for first category. You don't know Any yet. Any inclination of, of why the, you're predicting the Spurs are going to move up? Well, they may have signed a big player. Uh, maybe somebody who had played there in the past. A uh, big you star. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I don't know. So his name may or may not be – no, it's Garrett, Gareth Bale. They signed Gareth Bale. <laughs> it, was, it was a really, really cool thing to see. Uh, 
I was talking to my friend uh, and because Garrett Bale started at Tottenham or played at Tottenham before and they had him playing like a wing back situation playing a little bit more defensively as you know an offensive wing and he's since grown out of that role he's a pure like he's a speed guy so they want him playing right wing uh, and that's where he played on Madrid and absolutely dominated for some seasons. Uh, but me and my buddy jokes, like, what if just a bad, bad managerial decision decided to put him back at wing back and decided to waste his talent on their defense? And I was like, well, if any team can mess up managing that bad, it's freaking Jose Mourinho on Tottenham. So that was that was my two cents. That's brutal. That's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I'm not a fan of Jose Mourinho. He's, he's, I mean, you love him or you hate him, and I hate him because he's like a very like you know, he's a very how do I put this? He's a very like kick ass take names kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but the reason which I would normally like, but he plays he, he's doing that in support of a club that I don't like and Tottenham. So yeah, doing good yes. things for a team that I don't like is still means that I associate you with those bad things. So that, that's, yeah, that's like, my piece. I would, I would want like Steve Cohen to be doing illegal stuff. If he like bought the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. the same, yeah. same idea. <laughs> if you buy some Mets, do whatever illegal stuff. You yeah. Want. I don't care. Yeah. Just have exactly. to reiterate that point. It's so important. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there any, um, any other uh, soccer stuff going on? Or is that the majority of what we were going to do? I think that's all we want to talk about for soccer. Is there, Oh, we're six, eight, two eighty. Uh, we gave a shout out to, uh, to our Christian GM, Chris Morales. Always got to get him in here. Clippers fan. Clippers fan. Yeah, well, he's LA, so he's LA Clippers fan. and Lakers, yeah. So he's half sad right now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, guys, I think that's going to do it. Um, make sure to uh, check out everything um, online. I think I have a message. I cannot remember if I put in this message at the end or not about checking out all of our like online content and also just like our social media um but at wvbr uh, fm sports on instagram and twitter yep yeah just go take a look just for fun come on take like two <laughs> seconds out of your day like you have two seconds come on it's 2020 like no one's doing anything we're inside um so go take a look and um yeah guys have a good one stay safe we'll be back in a couple weeks and uh, we'll see you later Make sure to check out our social media accounts at WVBRFM Sports on Instagram and Twitter, and also check out our written content on WVBR.com slash sports.